Hello there and welcome to Words, Wobbles and Wisdom. It's Anne-Marie Miles here. Lovely to have you back with me again this week. If you've been listening for the past few weeks, we have been spending most of our time talking about weight and food and stuff like that. Today, I wanted to concentrate on the other wobbles and they would be more my emotional wobbles and the emotional wobbles that we can sometimes have, especially if we're struggling with long-term weight issues. I have a little mantra that I've been trying to remind myself to put into place (laughs) and my mantra is don't listen to yourself, talk to yourself. So I'm going to say that again, don't listen to yourself, talk to yourself. And I think it's the difference between the kind of passive, allowing those kind of negative thoughts and the thoughts that can bring you down, allowing them to just kind of roll and rumble around the brain and not really being conscious of the thoughts, you know, that are affecting our decisions, because I really believe that it's our thinking that is at the root of the issue of food and eating. So there's this difference between allowing those kind of rambling thoughts that are almost like a a tape running in the background, a tape, I'm showing my age now, almost like an MP3 track (laughs) running in the background and we listen to it, we allow it to affect us rather than speaking to ourselves, rather than, you know, positively speaking truths to ourselves and encouragement to ourselves. I find that a lot of the time decisions I have made or even how I have felt, you know, during day to day life, there's this audio file that's running constantly uh, in the back of my mind. And sometimes it's recounting things I've said or done. And sometimes it's forecasting the destruction of anything that I'm about to do in the future. And most of the time, that kind of rolling narrative is negative. It's negative. It's don't do that. Don't take that risk. It's just a kind of constant negative. That's the way it works for me. And the only way to counteract that is for me to speak in to my situation. I'll give you a very simple example. Every single time I go to write a blog post, even as I sit down to record my podcast episodes, at some stage during the process of, you know, turning the laptop on, getting the mic sorted, sitting down, having a look at my notes, whatever, there will be a thought that will just come into my head from nowhere. Nobody's interested, you know. Well, sorry. There will be that thought. Nobody wants to hear what you have to say, Amory. Or this is going to be rubbish. Or you haven't a clue what you're talking about. And I find that they chip away. They chip away at my confidence. They chip away at the determination that I have to to share my story. And I hope that I will encourage and reach out to people who've struggled with some of the things that I struggle with. Always, when I sit down even to do a social media post, if I want to just put some funny thing up on Instagram. And as I'm opening Instagram, it'll happen. Uh, nobody's going to laugh at that, Amory. When I go out for a run, and I really struggle, really, really struggle to, to run some days. Well, most days I really struggle to run. And as I'm tying my runners, getting, you know, choosing my music, getting my earphones on, getting my headband on, getting myself all ready to go out, there'll be these things that pop up. You look ridiculous, Amory. Or... 
you know, you're never going to do a 5K at a normal pace. You're never going to do a 5K at the pace where everyone else does it. This is constant. For me, it is constant. And I don't know what it's from because I come from a very supportive family. Uh, we're a we're a positive lot most of the time. Most of us, you know, we encourage each other when when we get together and we're singing together or we're having fun together. There's always lots of great encouragement. I I was not reared in a house where I was put down or criticised or belittled. I really wasn't. This is internal. This is coming from from me. This is coming from uh, my confidence being completely squished underneath all these years of trying to lose weight and not being able to lose weight and then and then trying to perform and, uh, you know, keep up this facade of it not bothering me and me being totally cool and down with everything. And, and it, it has been a struggle. It has been a real struggle to kind of keep my pecker up all the time, you know. And I have found that... The, the antidote to this is to speak into my situation. One thing I'm always doing, and I did it twice today, and I'm still learning is, I'm trying to, instead of saying, oh, Amory, you're so stupid. Oh, you're such a dingbat, you know. Instead of saying that to myself, I'll say, oh, Amory, that was that was a big mistake, or that even that was a stupid thing to do. Okay, maybe it was a stupid thing to do. It doesn't mean that I am stupid. So I'm even trying to change that narrative. And again, like I say, I did that twice today. (laughs) So I'm still learning. But the other thing I'm trying to do is to speak positively to myself as I'm getting ready to go. So as I, you know, I'm putting the runners on, I'm getting the music sorted, got my earphones in, my headband on and I'm getting ready to go. You know, I'm saying, listen, you know, this is good for you. This is a good thing to be doing. It's good for your heart. It's good for your knees. It's good for your head to get out there, to get out of the flat and out into the open air. And, you know, it it won't feel good. It doesn't feel good. I'm not, I know there are lots of runners who love a run and they think it's great and it feels wonderful. (laughs) I am not at that stage at all. I have to drag myself around the park. I I know it's a good thing to do. I know it's good for me, but I don't enjoy it yet. You know, I'm trusting that I will come to love it, but I know it's a good thing to do. So I'm trying to speak positively to myself and not dwell on the fact that I don't look like most of the runners that I encounter in the park. I'm twice the size of most of the runners I encounter in the park, but, you know, I'm just trying to be positive and trying to kind of slap myself on the back a little bit and trying to kind of interrupt that subconscious droning narrative that goes on all the time that is negative. So I try to speak positively to myself when I'm baking. I bake kind of low carb biscuits so that I can enjoy a bicky with my coffee. I bake bread. I'm going to do an episode on bread because I just love bread and I can quite easily talk about bread for 20 minutes. But I bake wholemeal spelt bread. It's absolutely beautiful and really easy to make. So when I'm making that, I, I try to think, you know, this is a really good thing to do. It's a good use of your time. This is good, wholesome, homemade bread. When I'm cooking, when I'm, like I say, baking my low carb stuff, when I'm consciously, you know, looking at my steps saying, okay, I, you know, to get my goal today, my goal is not 10,000. My goal is seven and a half thousand. But I will, you know, I'll be looking at my, um, looking at my step counter during the day and, you know, trying to say, okay, right, what I'm going to do now is I'm going to go up, I'm going to bring that washing up the stairs, but I'm going to bring it in installments. And I'm trying to kind of cheer myself on and give myself a pat on the back. 
and speak positively to myself. That is what I want to do. I want to speak positively to myself. I want to build myself up. I love to get encouragement from friends and family. I love to get encouragement from social media. I'm doing some training at the moment and I'm finding that the training that I'm doing is brilliant. It's with a company called Tech Pixies and actually they have a boot camp coming up quite soon. I What I'll do is I'll let, uh, if you go to Ammo Writing uh, on Instagram or Facebook, I will, uh, I'll share, I'll share the link. It's definitely, I mean, gosh, this stuff has changed my life, not because of the social media, which is brilliant to learn and learning all about strategy and learning how to do it. But as well as that, there is a community of women who are cheering each other on. And every Friday we post our wins of the week. They don't have to be to do with social media. You know, like I completed that module or didn't want to go live on Instagram, but I went live on Instagram and I, I, we're all cheering each other on. And I think you need to find yourself some cheerleaders. I have really benefited. Like I say, I went on the course to learn about social media because I want to help people to develop their social media and technology use. But the benefits of the course are far beyond the social media. There is this wonderful community, but there is also life coaching as part of the course as well. So just trying to help us to get our mindsets in the right place for when we want to present ourselves online because of this Nobody wants to hear my story. Nobody wants to buy my stuff. Nobody wants to read my books. Nobody wants to, nobody wants to, nobody wants to, you know. And I think that can happen to a lot of us, especially if we have issues of self-esteem concerning weight or even concerning age. Like I'm going to be 50 next year and I really have to work hard not to let my thoughts kind of drift off into this oh I've wasted so much of my life being overweight I've wasted so much of my life not being willing to move and I can very easily fall into this negative kind of mindset of oh my best years are gone I'm past my prime what's the point I might as well just sit and eat harrow for the rest of my days much as and I'd love to do that. <laughs> but no, there is this maturity that comes with aging. There is experience that comes with aging. There's always this thing of, gosh, I wish I knew this 20 years ago. I wish I was able to go back and kind of bring some of these things that I've learned back to my younger self. You can't, You much as I would love to go back. I can't go back. I can only go forward. And I want to age positively. I want to go into this next phase of my life positively. I still feel I have something to contribute. I still feel I have something to say. I still feel I have positivity to bring. I want to help people. I want to encourage those who have struggled with lifelong weight battles. And I want to chuck people on the shoulder and say, come on, come on, you can do this. How am I supposed to do that? If I don't keep myself in a positive frame of mind, if I don't keep reminding myself that I have a story and a voice and people are interested. And I know that that is the case because thank you so much if you are one of those people who has contacted me to say that you've really enjoyed the podcast. I didn't know what kind of response, if any, I was going to get. But there are people out there and they're not all as big as me either, which is the thing that has shocked me. There are plenty of people out there that need encouragement. I have found wonderful encouragement in the Tech Pixies community as well as the training. 
and then the kind of positive mindset end of the life coaching as well. So like I say, I will pop the link to the Tech Pixies Facebook page and website. If you're interested in developing social media, but also feel that you need a little bit of confidence and you need a little bit of kind of boosting in your self-esteem, this is definitely the place to go for it. So let me just recap the kind of nugget of what I'm sharing today. Don't listen to yourself. Don't allow that narrative to just play on, play on in the back of your mind, chipping away at your confidence. Stop it, nip it in the bud and speak to yourself. Think about the things you've achieved, whether it's within your home, within your parenting, within your marriage, within your nine to five job, within your creative life, within your mental and physical health, whatever it is. Find the things that you've done well this week and say, brilliant. And do you know, send me a message. Go to Instagram or Facebook and look for Amma Writing. Send me a message and share with me your win for this week. And I will cheer you on because I think we have to celebrate even the smallest things. If you've had a huge, gigantic win, excellent. But I think we need to celebrate our successes, big or small. We need to speak positively to ourselves And I highly recommend it. If Tech Pixies is not for you, find yourself a community of people who will speak positively to you. If you are in a community of people who are speaking positively to each other, reach out to other women who need that and bring them into it. On the subject of positive communities, I had an idea. I wondered if maybe some of the listeners of Words, Wobbles and Wisdom would be interested in forming a community. Now, if you've got cheerleaders, if you've got a group that you're in and you feel that you've got a great sense of encouragement, then that's brilliant. But there may be individuals who are listening who would love that, would love to join together with other women who struggle with weight or self-esteem or mental health and would like that kind of encouraging setting. I've said before and I'll say it again, I am not a counsellor. I can't be anybody's mentor. I can't counsel anyone. I've got no medical training, no psychological training. But if some of the listeners to this podcast wanted to form a group where we could encourage one another and share our wins, big or small, with one another, champion each other's health and well-being, then I would love to form a private Facebook group. I think we need more than one or two people in it. I think we do need a sense of community. But even if we had eight, ten, twelve, maybe just a few of us together to be able to encourage one another and maybe kind of pick up themes from some of the subjects of the podcasts, I would be delighted to start that. So if you want to let me know, there's lots of ways to get in touch. My email address is amowriting at gmail.com. On social media, I'm Ammo Writing. You can private message me or you can go on to the website annemariemiles.co.uk and you can do lots of stuff there. You can look at my books there. You can listen to other episodes of the podcast. You can even buy me a coffee, which a few people have done, which has been really lovely. And that's been really exciting. But also you can get in touch with me there. And if you think a words, wobbles and wisdom, small community to share with each other privately is a good idea, then I would love to do that. Don't listen to yourself, but do talk to yourself. So 
I think there is one more thing for us to do today, the most important part of the podcast of every week. Frankie! What is that about? (laughs) Oh, the kid cracks me up. I love him so much. Uh, This may be your first time to listen to the podcast. Uh, What is that about is our little feature that we put into each episode, which gives an opportunity to get something off your chest, to, you know, it's to put something in room 101, really. And we've had a few different subjects. And uh, last week we had one that was uh, sent in by a listener, as it were. And uh, but this week is one of my own. This week is my bugbear. Frankie, I think you need to say it again. What is that about? (laughs) What is that about? And it's this. Be truth. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm an avid fan of the taste of beetroot. But dealing with beetroot is a nightmare. Because I end up with beetroot juice splashed on my clothes. Beetroot juice on the chopping board. If, you know, if I buy the whole ones and I chop them and then my chopping board is stained pink forever. Then I put it into my salad and it just looks like I chopped the top of my finger off when I was uh, cutting something into the salad because everything then is pinky red in the salad. The lettuce is pinky red, the onion is pinky red, and the chicken is pinky red and everything then is just coloured. Love, love the taste of it. Absolutely drives me mad dealing with it. And the jars are just no better because the jars of sliced or the jars of the small kind of whole beetroots trying to get them out of the jar of juice that will just stain everything you're trying to kind of get them try and get them with one fork and you just end up splashing the juice everywhere try and get them with two forks and then you're just you're kind of chasing a slice or a, a ball around the jar and all the time every time you move there's a splash of pink out on the wall on your top on the floor on the countertop I don't know what the answer is because I actually stopped buying beetroot in juice in the jars because of that so now I buy the you know four kind of whole ones in a pack but I still like the chopping board I'd have to scrub the life out of the chopping board so that it doesn't look like that I you know again chopped my finger into little pieces on it and it's just so gorgeous and so tasty on a salad I absolutely love it but I hate dealing with it and I hate cleaning up after it and I am currently wearing at this moment a top that has little splashes of beetroot juice all over it because I was uh, trying to cut it up and then, and then, washing the chopping board. What happened? Water hit the chopping board and didn't send clean water onto my top. Oh no, it sent the beetroot juice onto my top. So I am currently making the really hard decision to cut it from my shopping list because it's absolutely driving me mad. If somebody has an answer, if somebody has a way of getting beetroot out of a jar or out of a packet without getting pink stains all over my hands and my chopping board and my clothes. Give me the answer, please. Do you know something? I always feel so much better after I share my... What is that about? Don't forget, 
submit your what is that about to me. I would love to share yours as well. And do drop me a line if you're interested in that little words, wobbles and wisdom community. That's me done. So great to have you again with me this week. You take care and I will talk to you again next week. Bye bye.